0: You're listening to a podcast by Abide Church and Pastor Dan DeBell in Tulsa, Oklahoma. We pray this podcast helps you live, love, and look more like Jesus this week. Enjoy the message. Man, thank you for bringing your kids and for being here today. That's huge. It is a big deal. And, you know, it's very... I found out that I was going to do this for Dan yesterday, and believe me, I have about 15 minutes of content, and that's going to be good enough. I struggled with this yesterday. I struggled with it last night, and it's just like, I'm going to look really stupid because I'm not a preacher. I'm not a pastor. I'm a sheepdog. That's what I am. I protect this church. I protect my pastor. I protect my family. I protect you. Because you're a part of this church family. That's my assignment here. But I'm not a pastor. And as I prepared last night and looked over stuff, and I said, man, all I have is scripture. And the Lord reminded me, that's enough. Scripture. That's enough. And he asked me last night, he said, are you afraid of looking ridiculous? And I said, yes, sir, I am. I don't want to look like a dummy. And he answered back with two words. He said, that's good. Because now he can speak through me. There's times in our life we just must surrender. Today, very quickly, I want you all to know God loves you. I would love to look each and every one of you square in the face, square in the eyes. God loves you. It's from Him today. He loves you. And I think about these little babies and I think about every human being that was ever conceived since the start of creation God had a beautiful plan for He has a plan for your life well I'm too old I've battled my whole life I'm not good enough so on the job site what do I try to be the best carpenter I am the best trim carpenter you can find in Tulsa area, in Oklahoma, maybe even the United States. I'm the guy. And I worked hard, and I produce, and I stand back at the end of the day or the end of the week, look what I did. It's foolish pride. Why do we work in someone's home? Me and Darian talked about this this past few weeks. We're working in someone's home to bless this family. That's the only reason we're there. Whatever your assignment is, whatever your job is, you're there to bless people. That's it, the end. That's why you're there. To live, love, and look like Jesus. God loves you. Psalms thirty-seven twenty-three says, The steps of the godly are ordered by the Lord. He delights in every detail of their lives. You know, when you really get into God's Word and decide that you're going to believe every word of it, it'll change you. Because when you get into God's Word, what does it do? It exposes you for who you really are. When I get up early in the morning and get into God's Word, He sees the real me. There's at times I've hidden the real me from even my wife of over 40 years. Have hidden things from her. But when I got into God's word, he showed me those things that must change. I need to change. You know, in Deuteronomy 31, that whole chapter is, is about Moses and Joshua. And it's when Joshua Joshua was taken over. He was gonna be the, the new leader of the Israelites. In Deuteronomy 31:6, it says this: it says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not panic before them. Listen to this. For the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. I'm going to read it one more time. And if you feel like shouting or praising God, feel free to do so. For the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. God personally is in front of you making a way. Why am I wigging out about Monday morning? He's already made a way. That's a father's love. And to me, I loved. High school football. My sons played high school football, and they were pretty good at it. They broke some records and racked up some yards, running the ball and catching the ball. And I loved that time in our life because we were celebrities. I mean, I could go into any men's restroom anywhere uh, with that letter jacket on that said D-Bell on the back. And I mean, it was like Moses part in the Red Sea. Guys got out of my way so I could get to the urinal. You know what I'm saying? Pride, once again. But I thought about my boys. And when they had successful games and racked up yards and got a victory, who made a way for them? Well, sometimes they squeaked through and made a way. But nine times out of ten, it was the big boys on the front. It was the big boys on the front that made a way for them. And I'd love it. Some of the plays they had, they would just grab a hold of the shirt of the big boy in front of them and run right in behind him. And they'd even be pushing this big 300-pounder. You would have to move faster and even yelling and screaming at him, faster, faster, left. They'd be telling him where to go. Here's the great thing about God. We don't need to shove him, push him, or tell him left, right, or which way to go. He's looking over his shoulder saying, Follow me. Don't you look to the left. Don't you look to the right. Follow me. Follow me. I've made a way for you. And so many times in our life, what do we think? Well, the enemy has destroyed my dream. The enemy has said, I am worthless. I am this. I am that. I'm not good enough. I'm too old. And I can, I can honestly tell you this. I ruined God's plan A for my life. I wrecked it. But my sweet little wife reminded me through that time, God's plan B stands for better. And I thought, God's done with me. I messed up. I thought, God is done with Randy. And he'd only just begun. And his plan B was better. That's how much he loves you. Psalms 40, verses 2 and 3. Here's what he did for me. He lifted me out of the pit of despair, out of the mud and the mire. He set my feet on solid ground and steadied me as I walked along. He has given me a new song to sing, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see what he has done and be astounded. They will put their trust in the Lord. You know, I thought about that. What happens to our sin? When we go to God and Jesus and say, forgive me, forgive me. And when we truly repent, have you ever wondered, where does my sin go? I'm so glad you asked. Here's what the Bible says about our sin Isaiah 38 17 says, You cast all my sins behind your back. That's such a picture in my mind. I see God the Father, all my rotten, filthy sin through Jesus Christ is pitched behind their back. And they look at me and say, What sin? What sin? You're not a sinner anymore. Isaiah 43:25 says this, "You blot out your I'll blot out your sins and never think of them again." The enemy pitches your sins back at you. Remember when? Remember what you said? Remember what you did? Remember how you hurt them? Remember all your mistakes? The good Father never does. He looks at us and says, what sin? I don't know what you're talking about. What sin? Hebrews. Hebrews 8.12. Never again remember their sin. Psalms 103.12. He has removed our sins as far as east is from the west. Micah 7.19. You trample our sins under your feet and cast our sins into the deepest ocean. Let your imagination run. Can't you see God the Father trampling your sins? Your lust, my lies, all my mistakes, he's trampled them and pitched them into the deepest sea. That's love. Psalms 107.14. I love the strength of this verse. He led them from the darkest and deepest gloom, and he snapped their chains. We're no longer slaves. We're no longer sinners. I'm not dragging chains behind me. You're not dragging chains behind you. You're free when we ask Jesus Christ into our heart and our life. Free. What sin? I've shared this quote before from Reinhard Bonnke. He said this in 1991. A lot of you weren't even born in 1991. And some of you you were just young folks. Man, we were, in 1991, we were 31 years old. We were just, yeah. (laughs) Here's what he said all those years ago. I love this man for what he did as an evangelist. Here's what he said. Christians have only one thing to boast about, a crucified redeemer. That's our gospel. Our message is Jesus. It's not success, not music, not academic brilliance. It's not politics and church buildings. It is Jesus. Any success that does not come from the gospel of Christ crucified is false success. Any song that has no relation to His cross is an empty rattle. The song of the redeemed, Jesus paid it all. All to Him I owe. Sin has left a crimson stain. He washed it white as snow. God bless you today. And I thought about that. God has been showing me all the empty rattles in my life. What am I binging on? What am I looking at? What are, what are, where are my desires? Don't you love hearing those kids? I honestly mean that with all my heart. I am not, that has not upset me in the least. There's life. And they're learning Jesus' say. You know what their testimony can be? Their testimony can be when they're an old gray-haired guy like me. They can say, all I've ever known is Jesus. I didn't have to go down a road called stupid. I've never been drunk. I've never been high. I didn't have sex before I got married. That can be their testimony. Huh? The greatest testimony ever. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus, for the babies. So today, I simply ask you, what empty rattle do you need to surrender today? And the second I even ask myself that question, something comes to my mind. And I believe each and every one of you, right now, the second you've heard it, there's something that comes to your mind. That's the Holy Spirit. I ask you that today. What empty rattle do you need to surrender today? Let's bow our heads and pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for being so good to us. Thank you for your great love. Today, you want to walk into our lives. You want to be a part of our lives. You want to be the the head, the lead of our lives. And Lord, today is the day of freedom. Today I ask each and every one of you, as our heads are bowed, eyes are closed, there might be some of you here today, you've never given your heart to the Lord. Or maybe you have, and it's just like, man, I haven't been living for Him. My life is full of empty rattles. Today, I'm going to ask you this question. Today is the day of salvation. Today is a day of change. Today, if you would like to rededicate or give your life to the Lord for the very first time, and I will not embarrass you or ask you to do anything except would you raise your hand up and put it right back down. Today, if you'd like to give your heart to the Lord or recommit, Today's your day. Here's another question for you today. Today, if you're sick, if you need prayer, if you just need a friend, today, if you are broken, or that's what the enemy has told you, you are broken and worthless, and you are wondering, does God love me? I reassure you today, He does. He wants to comfort you today. He wants to be your friend today. And so today, if you need prayer, would you just raise your hand up? And you can put it right back down. Thank you, Jesus, for your goodness. We thank you and praise you for it. In your mighty name, amen.